Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know this is a clip from my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash crimson60620. Check it out. If you want to see some of my other videos... If you want to see some of my art as I'm doing it, or if you want to actually just get more of me, thank you. Mm, 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 mm. So um, let's 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 do something fun, okay, guys? Let's 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 do something fun because I I, I... yeah yeah so. What I say, we want to do something fun. Let's talk about Brooks. No BS in how he's worried about Star-Lord being one of the alphabet people. Oh, God. Oh, God. <sighs> you know what? Deliver me from these motherfuckers. Like, dude, like, I'm a cis-head hetero guy. Like, I present as male, uh-huh. um, even though it like that does nothing to my sense of who I am. Um, but and I like women. I don't care. Like, it, it, dude, like nothing. Nobody is going to convince me to like penis. I'm sorry. It's, it's just not my thing. If you do, that's great. I mean, it's just not my bag. But like. I'm not like, dude. Like, okay. Spoiler alerts. Spoiler alerts. If you haven't seen Castlevania season three, and there were some spicy scenes in that, like, I didn't like. Oh no, I didn't want to see that. Like, no. It's just like people enjoy certain acts, and if that's you, that's your act. That's who you want to do it with. Cool. It's not going to affect me. I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, no, no, fuck. Shit, that's that's who you are. That's a celebration. But motherfuckers like this, Brooks, is a fucking idiot. Like, I, I really think that he has motherfucking issues. Either he holds these motherfuckers up to some standard that he wished to be, and when he sees that they're different from what he expects them, he may get a funny sensation in their pant in his pants. But let's 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 hear the first sauna. Hello and welcome back to No BS. Today we return to talking about one of the coolest franchises in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with one of the best. Okay, okay. First, first, first. Let me let me turn him up, guy, because he is somebody that you have to watch in one and a half speeds. Um, uh, but let's just address his concerns. The Guardians of the Galaxy is the one of the coolest franchises in the MCU. I know I'm biased. I, I know I'm biased, but I don't I like. I, I think the overall Avengers are are like one of the best ones. Um, and yeah, shout out to Black Panther, which was actually pretty good for a first movie. Um, but like, Guardians of the Galaxy, 
Guardians of the Galaxy. Fucking five years ago, they wouldn't even known who Guardians of the Galaxies were. Like, as a matter of fact, Peter Quill isn't the first, it, the, the, the team what he has isn't the first iteration of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I've learned about Gamora before I learned about Peter Quill. Not only the fact because, you know, I watched the original Infinity Gauntlet, um, but, um, well, I watched multiple breakdowns of the original Infinity Gauntlet, but, like, yeah, like, uh, like, fuck, like, uh, is he, because Chris Pratt did these motherfuckers like the Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, fuck, let, let's continue. cast out there. I'm of course talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is a really fun film series within the Marvel Cinematic Film Series. They also appeared in the latest Avengers movie and they're pretty cool. Guardians of the Galaxy started in 2014. They had a sequel around 2017 I believe and it's a good series. It stars Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Bradley Cooper, and a couple of others on their big team. They're a team of heroes that travel the galaxy. They're kind of the, one of the first intergalactic teams within Marvel besides some Thor stuff where he travels to other planets. But Guardians are like a space... Oh my god, oh my god, he doesn't know. Oh my god, he doesn't know. Wait. Wait, he doesn't know. The immortals. Oh god. He doesn't know. Like. Thor, the silver surfer. Oh god. Fuck, he really thinks this shit. Oh my god. Let, let's continue. Faring team, and what's happened recently is mainly surrounding the main kind of leader of the team. Star Lord is the main character. He's played by Chris Pratt, one of the best actors out there today, up and coming, great leading man, very charming, very uh, funny, good at action, good at comedy, good at all kinds of stuff. He's leading another franchise too, the Jurassic Park franchise, the reboot franchise. That's starring him. He's been in a lot of other cool stuff like the Lego movie. He was originally on the Parks and Rec show and a couple of other things. But now we're talking about him as Guardians of the Galaxy, his new signature role. And what's happened is because of some th uh, reasons that we could guess, basically they've turned his character into being a bisexual but first let's take a quick moment to check out wait 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 oh shit oh shit does he not realize there's a difference between chris pratt who plays star world a uh, star lord and um motherfucking um uh motherfucking uh the comic book star lord like does he not realize that does he really not realize that oh shit oh shit fuck Fuck. Okay, 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 okay. Let's go. Our sponsor. The only VPN I trust and use comes from Virtual Shield. Fast recharges. Well, including clarifying Star Lords. You can see by this article, they've made him an alphabet person. As you can see by this article, it says Marvel confirms Guardians of the Galaxy Star Lord is bisexual. Guardians of the Galaxy just spent over 100 years redefining Peter Quill, including clarifying Star Lord's bisexuality. So, this is obviously the comic book version. Who knows if this will come out later in the films? I doubt it anytime soon. Not probably not. But the point is, I think. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay, okay. Y'all gotta help me out with this one, right? Why the fuck does he think he's smart by having these oversized classic glasses on his first owner when he's a quote unquote social reading? Like for for real? Fuck, let's let's go. Oh fuck. God, let's go.
think they're trying to undermine the films. I think they're doing this because of Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt has had a little controversy here or there throughout his career. Basically, a lot of people don't like him because he's not woke. He seems to be a sort of right-leaning family man who loves to keep to himself. He doesn't participate in the, the liberal butt-kissing that a lot of the other Marvel actors do. So he's gotten backlash because of that. He's also been attacked for wearing the wrong shirts. Like, people attacked him saying he was racist because he had a shirt that said, don't tread on me. Just a common, like, American phrase. It's a motto for a state and all this other stuff. And essentially... It's also a motto for white supremacists. Literally, we had motherfuckers who stormed the fucking capital that had don't tread on me flags, as well as Nazi flags, as well as Confederate flags. Oh. But no, 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 no. It's a normal fucking phrase. Oh. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, the, is this motherfucker taking this as a slight? Is that... Does he actually believe that Chris Pratt has to be bisexual now because he plays Star-Lord? Like, oh, wow. Oh, my God. It, no, like, he, like, no slut-shaming, but, like, Star-Lord was the whore of the galaxy. Like, but it was okay because that fits his ass. It's like, that, that fits him because... He is literally just like, oh, yo, I'm a fuck. The, the Guardians of the Galaxies. Look, 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 check this out. And this is one of the things that I fucking love about uh, Marvel. So, like, it does me a little bit. So, when it comes down to it, Marvel, they really have defined heroes and villains. They don't. They do. Like, if you want paragons of goodness or evil, go to fucking D.C., and see how still those characters actually every get. month or so. A Chris like, like, go ahead, fucking go to DC if you want Paragons. But fucking Marvel is not, like when you literally had like recently. This is this is not no bullshit. When you recently have Tony Stark and Victor Von Doom teaming up to fight a venom infused Santa Claus. And they're joking and, and jabbing each other about the shit. That lets you know that even motherfuckers as evil as Doctor Doom is literally has redeeming qualities. Like, it's like, oh god. Oh god. Like, like motherfuckers like this, no bullshit, they claim to be comic book. You know, they like comic books and shit like that. They should not, should not read Marvel because Marvel has been on the forefront, been on the forefront of social change. As a matter of fact, and it with um, uh, uh, who, 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 Stanley's, Is it, is it going to come up? Stanley's letters. To racist. Stanley uses his platform to counter call out racists <laughs> as early as the 1960s. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, do do they not realize that Stanley did this shit? Fuck, I'm uh, no, no, no. 
This is not what we're going to do. This is not what we're going to do. Ah. Then we're just going to do this. Um... We're gonna go into incognito. Fuck this people. Like fuck these people. Fuck the Washington Post. Like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said it like that. There we go. Um, Stanley used this platform to counter racism. In the 1960s, and he never stopped. Bigotry and racism are most of, are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today. Stanley declares, "A comic book visionary wrote those words in 1968, the year that Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King and Robert F. Kennedy were assassinated." But his message, a pointed condemnation of racial equity and religious hatred would resonate across decades. This shit, this shit, he was literally have Stan Soapbox. Let's lay it on the line. <laughs> Racism and bigotry are among the deadliest <laughs> social ills plaguing the world today. But unlike a team of costume supervillains, they cannot be halted with a punch in a snout or a zap from a ray gun. The only way to destroy them is to expose them and reveal them for the insidious evils that they are. The bigotry is, un is an unreasoning hatred. One who hates blindly, fanatically, indiscriminately as if his hangup is black man. He hates all black men. If his... If, if a redhead once offended him, he hates redheads. And if some foreigner beat him to a job, he's down on all foreigners. He hates people he's never seen. He's never known. Like, this shit is like, this is integral in the Marvel Comics universe. This motherfucker, like, fuck, fuck, no bullshit would be one of those motherfuckers that would be mad because they found out that Iceman is gay. Like, literally. Um, Bobby, fuck, I forgot what his last name. But Iceman, the original Iceman, he's gay. Like, the fuck? Why is that a problem? But let's continue. Chris Pratt controversy attempts to spark up. They try to come after him. We've covered them each time, a lot of times, because we like to defend Chris Pratt. He usually, I've never seen him really do anything wrong. He's just an entertainer. He doesn't get super political. I think that's why they attack him. And they kind of secretly know that he's probably right-leaning. He's a Christian guy. He goes to church. He has kids. He has a hot wife, family man. Like, all these things are... Wait, he has the one hot wife. I'm sorry. Let's continue. I'm sorry. The antithesis of the leftists. If you're not kissing their butt, they're going to come after you, especially if you're this kind of guy like Chris Pratt. And I see this sort of thing is they're trying to undermine him and they know that his character is doing well. No one even knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were before Chris Pratt in the movie came out. Now it's a big deal and they're trying to go back with the comic book and retroactively rewrite his history, make him into dudes now, into whichever, by. Okay, okay. First of all, like... The only other reason why let's 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 face it. The reason why they use the Guardians of the Galaxy because 
Marvel's flagship team who explores the galaxy they couldn't fucking use and make movies out of. You know who's Marvel's flagship team that explores the galaxy? Or different places and different worlds? It's called the motherfucking Fantastic Four. But fuck, fuck, let's see. How long has Star-Lord been by? Oh, shit, it comes up. Ooh, the Wikipedia. Fictional superhero appearing in American comic books, published in Marvel Comics. The character created by Steve Englehart and Steve Gain first appeared in Marvel's um, preview number four in 1976. Uh, place a character. Uh, it's in Secret Wars, okay. Ooh. Um... First appeared in black and white magazine publications. Okay. His earthbound beginning was step far. Um, continue to appear in Marvel's Chris Claremont. Um, leading to and Thanos. Yeah, would make sense. Members of the Guardians. Received his own ongoing series. Were you given a new costume? Matching the scenes that his solo series got ended. Star Lord appeared as a main character in the Secret Wars miniseries and tie in. Also, it may be Secret Wars 2 that he was in. Rebels. Now, yeah, he did have a history with Kitty Pratt, of course. I'm still looking. I'm still looking. Um, oh, come on, it has to be in here. Okay, I'm like not seeing it. Maybe I I, I chose the wrong articles. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is December of 2007. So let's let's actually bring this up. There we go. So this was back in 2017 or 2016. Wow. Wow. So he this is this is not just 
we want to shit on Chris Pratt. This is literally, what, five years now? So, yeah, this is going back in 2005 and, like, uh, 2016. Wow, why did I say 2005? This is, this is going on for a long time, but, you know, comic book fan, super comic book fan, no bullshit. Whatever they're going for, and there's nothing wrong with that either. I don't think that would even taint his character. He's a spacefaring guy. He's probably pretty open-minded. I'm not saying this is out of the realm of possibilities either, but the point is you could see them doing this for a certain reason. You know that they don't like Chris Pratt, and the undermined stuff is definitely playing a role. Marvel Comics just confirmed Peter Quill, aka Star-Lord, is bisexual in Guardians of the Galaxy number 9, with writer Al Ewing, artist Juan Cabal, colorist Federico Blee, and letterer Corey Petit's ambitious single-issue story, I Shall Make You a Star-Lord, redefining the character's origins and abilities, just in time for mega-event King and Back, created by Stephen Engelhart and Stephen Gann. Wait, wait. Oh my God. Did did he say King and Back? Fuck. This is how you. Oh my God. They are literally fucking over the Marvel Universe right now. Noel is literally. He literally penetrated fucking Thor's chest with the Black Necro Sword. In what some of the most recent fucking comics. He has literally took. Motherfucking Eddie Brock and says Eddie Brock was like, "You can't kill me." And Noel dropped him and says, "You're right. I'm not gonna kill you. Let gravity decide." But like, fuck. And I, I get my, I get my reviews of comics off the fucking internet, and I know this shit more than he does. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is this is about somebody hurt his fucking feelings and turned one of his heroes into into oh took him turned into a less than a man because he likes man. Fuck, dude. Fuck. But let's continue. Let's continue. And for 1976 Marvel preview number four, Peter Quill is a legendary Star Lord, a human spar toy hybrid abandoned on Earth by his father and compelled to seek his destiny among the stars. Star Lord has been at the forefront of most of Marvel's major cosmic events, with the comics of recent years subtly stripping him of some of his trademark gadgets and much of his soldier's sense of duty to more closely resemble his depiction by Chris Pratt in the MCU adaptions beginning with Guardians of the Galaxy. Al Ewing's tenure on the series has seen the gradual reinvention of Star Lord, reestablishing some of the mysterious elements of his origin and bringing back focus to his unique element guns and overriding sense of responsibility. So we're talking about kind of the differences between the comic version and the movie version. It appears the movie version doesn't have a lot to do about his military senses and his different kinds of weapons. They're mentioning elements. Fuck. Oh my god. Star-Lord became the Emperor of, of Spartax. One of the big fucking four galactic empires or universal empires. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is the reason why we can't listen to bullshit. That, well, I guess... That would be apt because no bullshit. This is the reason why we can't listen to shit like this. Because these motherfuckers don't keep up with comics. They see these fucking headlines and they just think, oh, this bad. Like, oh, fuck. Let's let's keep going. Mental guns seems to be one of his signature weapons in the series. He has some gadgets, like he has a few things going for him, but a lot of it just more has to do with him leading this group, bringing them together, kind of more of the emotional side. He's kind of the heart of the group too. He has this American life, this American mother. He pretty much thought he was just a human being for the first movie for most of his life until the second one they discover he's half God, half human. He has a few power. Wait, oh my God. That, oh, oh. He's confusing, like, Oh my God, I didn't think he was this stupid. He's literally confusing the movie with the comic book. And he's not even doing it right. Yes, in the fucking movie. Like, 
Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, Ego was a celestial. Celestials not God are not gods in Marvel. They're not. The, celestials are a, literally a race of super powerful, super intelligent beings, but they're not gods. Oh my, oh my fucking God. Thor is literally a god. That's the type of people we are. Like, you actually have gods, dis, discrimi- um, descriptions of what Marvel considers gods. Celestials are not gods. Oh, wow. This is fucking amazing. Do you even comic book, man? Hours to him too, and it kind of explains why he was able to hold that Infinity Stone thing in the first movie. But the greater point is they're just kind of fine-tuning his backstory, and they're inserting this sort of alphabet background to it, which again is inspired by the movies getting so popular, it changing the comics a little bit. Now the comics are trying to change the movies, which is essentially what they said in this introduction. The reinvention of the character took its biggest step forward in this week's Guardians of the Galaxy 9, which revealed that Star Lord's element guns allowed him to survive the explosion that seemingly killed him in Guardians 2, instead shunting him into a parallel reality where he spends 144 years adventuring through the 12 houses of Morinus, first working with and then entering into a relationship with Aradia and Moors, two bloom-skinned humanoids who share his nomadic lifestyle. Will turns down the pair's advances at first, having been traveled with them for only a year. He's still hopeful of returning home, explaining that his relationship with teammate Gamora, played by Zoe in the MCU, where the two have a romantic bond, means that he isn't able to join them. With Aradia expressing bewilderment at Quill's conception of monogamy, 12 years later in the house of death and rebirth, Will bays in a ceremonial temple with Aradia and Moors attempting, admitting at this point he no longer believes he'll return to his home reality, saying, you're my home as the three embrace. So it appears he's joining up with this couple, like kind of having this three-way, I guess. I don't know if this is necessarily a interesting uh comic story does seem like she's a hot chick and he's going with the dude too i don't know it's just like alternate reality alternate universe thing fuck oh fuck god damn it oh my god he's incapable of thinking outside of just sex like that's fucking amazing like okay like if you want to say like you like they are pushing a polyamorous relationship then that's fucking fine like but dude like the fact like listen to and then listen to this description well i guess he's getting with the hot chick and then like the dude is just there like Wow. Wow. Is your comprehension of relationships so infantile and childish that you could only think that, oh, just to get together for sex? Like, wow. Fuck. Let, let, let's hear, like, if he has any other shit to say. We'll see where it goes. The relationship lasts for over 100 years, but sadly, Star-Lord isn't left to live a swashbuckling life of happiness. The gods of New Olympus, whose power Peter accidentally stole to survive in issue two, return chasing the three across Morinus and destroying a world which Peter has come to love. Desperate to save Morinus, Peter returns to the temple where he truly joined Aradia and Moors, using it to travel back to his home reality with a heartbroken Aradia stain. Just don't forget a stranger. Just don't forget. So he had this kind of alternate story, alternate reality where he spent 100 years hooking up with this couple. I don't know. It sounds weird, but I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, man, there's like space stories here. We're talking about people in other galaxies and other worlds. Anything's possible in these comics, but 
While the comic is clear that Peter considered what he has with Mora's and Aradia to be of the same nature as his romantic and sexual relationship with Gamora, the story does forefront the bond between Quill and Aradia, depicting more immediate intimacy between her and Quill and having Mora's absent for the final goodbye due to the chaos of the attacking gods. Aradia, Mora's, and Quill aren't the first LGBTQ relationship Ewing's tenure has added to the comic, with Hercules and Marvel Boy kissing in the heat of battle some issues earlier. It's unclear whether Quill's sexuality will make it to the future MCU projects centered around Star-Lord, but Guardian's tender exploration of Peter Quill Okay, 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 okay. Um, you, like, mm, fuck. Like, these people don't know. There is literally a comic book, a what-if story, where Hercules and Wolverine are, 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 are together as a couple. Like, okay, okay, so, so, so. It, it, like I'm, I'm done with him. I'm done with them. Um, let's let's just be honest with you. Let's be honest about the shit. Like, what gets me about people like no bullshit or these people that um that claim to be comic books or Marvel fans, like. They have no, like, and I get it. Marvel's continuity is so fucking dense. And the fact that they never, like, the one time that they had a reboot, they went almost immediately back to it. Um, it's, like, it, it's a good and a plus. DC, they've rebooted so many times that they, at the point, was like, no, nah, we're going to not reboot. Um, look at the death metal. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. Because... Comic books has always been in the realm of social progressiveness. They always have been. And yes, you had the period in the 90s where it was just like, yeah, like we're going to do edgy 90 boy things. And it's just like, I, I don't fucking get it. And it's, and you even hear the last thing that he said, it's inconceivable that he loved the man as much as he loved the woman. Like, it was a throuple. It's okay. It was a throuple. It's fine. It fucking happens. And the shit is not new. It's, it's, I would say millennia old, but like, humans have been around for about, what, half a million years? The shit is happening. Like, god damn, the fact that he brings up, oh, it's happened with Hercules, it's just like, Dude, like, I, do these people not realize that first being straight was only enforced in um, highly religious countries in the West, but other countries and cultures had more than just two genders. Or that, you know, sexuality occurs on a spectrum. Or that, you know, just because somebody likes a sexual activity that you, that you don't like doesn't make them any less valid or doesn't make you any more valid. It, it, no, like, dude, I fucking hate chocolate ice cream. Fuck you if you like chocolate ice cream and you think that I'm saying something about you. No, I just hate chocolate ice cream. But I'm not going to shit on somebody who's like, 
oh yeah, chocolate ice cream is the best. Like, no, fuck, I fucking hate it. But you do you. You eat more fucking chocolate ice cream, so I don't fucking have to. And here, 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 like, fuck. And that's how I see anything that people enjoy, except for racism. Fuck racism. But if you like something and it actually brings you joy, as long as it's not hurting anybody, it's not a fucking big deal to me. If you are actually doing something that makes you feel complete, that makes you and other people feel complete and you're not hurting them, I don't give a rat's ass. Because in the end, shit, I'm recognizing that there's some shit that I like that other motherfuckers may not like. That doesn't make me any less or them anymore. But I don't even think this is about, you know, Peter Quill joining the alphabet people. I really think this is about no bullshit. Mad as fuck. Because his perceived hero. How how can he like men? That's what it is. And it says in a question in his mind about. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> how dare me, huh? Oh, um, but it's a question in his mind. In his mind. Well, fuck it. I can't eat some Rocky Road now. Rocky Road is the shit. But that's a different story. Anyway, um, but it's, it's a question in his mind about his perceived idea of masculinity and manhood. When it shouldn't. I'm sorry. I don't care who you fuck. You are a man if you actually are mature, you care about this well-being, and you do what you think is right. But anyway, guys, this has been a short stream tonight. Uh, oh, damn, it hasn't been a short stream. Oh, shit. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's watched tonight. I want to thank everybody who has um, fucking supported me. Um, even Kat, thank you. And if you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, follow. Um, as down in my descriptions, my Patreon is in my description. Or if you want to do a one-time, uh, one-time, uh, fuck, donation, either my Streamlabs or my uh, PayPal, um, it would actually help out the channel a lot. Um, damn, thank you guys for watching.